Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome back into the Savage Situation podcast. It's your host here, Adam Savage. Good to have you guys here. And we've had such an amazing couple of seasons. We're back with a third season. Now I have a co-host every week, Ian Chambers. And we've got so much coming your way. And we have guests coming on. We're talking about the gaming world as well as, you know, things like online, lifestyle, sport as well. So it kind of encapsulates kind of everything that we like. And we hope you guys enjoy it as well. Now, one thing that's really going to help grow the show and expand to a bigger audience and broaden its horizons is if you guys do leave a review. It's really important important to subscribe and follow to make sure you never miss an episode but reviews are so key to getting us as high up the charts as humanly possible so that everyone can hear our brilliant podcast that you guys obviously a massive part of as well i do make sure to leave a five-star review if you can that'd be amazing with a comment as well and hopefully it'll boost our show to outer space and beyond enjoy this new episode it's a banger if i do say so myself i would say that though but genuinely enjoy Hello, you lot, and welcome back into the Savage Situation Podcast. Good to have you back here. It's myself, Adam Savage, and my boy, Ian Chambers. You hear some serious high notes there, brother. Do you you know what? I I find that I can go pretty high if necessary. It's your boy, Adam Savage. Savage. I used to have singing lessons as a kid. not going to lie. I used to play the violin, but that's so we can, what? You know, maybe we hook up one time. Maybe we hook up y- one time. We we could create like a duo. We could be on like um, what was like a, a X Factor's gone now, isn't it? What's the other one? Oh, Britain's Got Talent. There's like this weird kind of like gaming, like classical duo. We could like I could be like, <laughs> and you could be going, <laughs> you know what I mean? What like doing like ma- what doing like Mario doing like gaming <laughs> gaming soundtracks using our vocals and, and violin and violin? Whoa, that would be Simon Cow be all over that, mate. He'd be going mental. But we I'll have be- to have like kind of like a weird kind of like maybe like we have to dress up as well. Yeah, like, absolutely. Really, I've like- not been Luigi, bro. Don't you dare! No, okay. Don't put that on me. Uh, you've got the name of the podcast. It's a savage situation. You've got to let me at least be Mario when it comes to that performance, please. What? Of course. Well, I was thinking more like along the lines of we kind of go for like more of a kind of like an artistic vibe, like we dress up like in like S&M gear or go like really weird and like, you know, wear like one of us wears like a paper bag over our head. The other one yeah. kind of wears like a mankini. Just go really, really thro- ju- ju- juxtapose the whole thing. So people walk away going, what the hell did I just watch? Yeah. But I am so down right now. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, massive. Well, welcome to the podcast, everyone. Uh, that's our kind of weird little... Um, yeah, weird. Uh, a weird little kind of tangent we went on there about our mankinis and such. But still, it's this is a gaming podcast predominantly. Yes. But hey, everything is up for grabs, Ian. Um, how have you been, buddy? What's, what's, what's cracking? What's new? All good. All good, brother. Busy. Um, I, do you know what? I've just started thinking about getting back into streaming. Um, I like it. Okay. I, do you know what? I had a few, I had a few subs when I... Um, when I first started out a few months ago, I was exclusively playing Demon Souls on the PS5. Just to clarify, are we talking uh, subscribers? Or are we talking like like 
footlong sandwiches. Oh, we're talking Twitch subscribers. Ooh, okay. I've been known okay. to enjoy a, you know, a, a sub, subway sometimes. What's your, what's your go-to subway? You've got to have one that you go to every time. It's the um, Italian BMT. <sighs> it's a classic, mate. What's so yours? good. Uh, I'm, do you know what? I, I tr- subway is meatballs, not- bruv. Not mate, not, don't go meatballs. No, 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 no. I actually, do you know, I had a bad experience once with it, with a a Subway meatball marinara a long time ago, where yeah. I kind of bit down into the meatball, and I could have sworn it's like a chunk of bone or something. And I was oh. just like, no, nah, that gristle ain't coming anywhere near my body ever again. I'm getting rid. Jeez, it's gone. It's gone. But yeah, um, I've been um, <laughs> I've been thinking about <laughs> I've been thinking about streaming, getting back into it. It's a grand. It's a grand in itself. Is 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 Twitch because. Um, you know, me and you, we're fairly busy men. And, mm-hmm. you know, to me, I feel like to be truly successful on, on Twitch, it really needs to be one of your sole purposes in life or one of your main focuses because <laughs> you need to jump on there and do several hours a day and you need, and you need to hammer it. And, you know, yeah. I, I got to a point where every night I was doing, I was going on Demon Souls, which, you know, I've told you before, it scares the shit out of me, that game. I, I don't I've, know not pl- I've not played it on the PS5 yet. It looks amazing, though. It's, it's great. The graphics are, are too good. That's why it's so scary. And it's like the hardest game I've ever played. But it was, it was quite fun because people were coming to see me just get mecked all the time. Um, <laughs> but I loved it. And I built like, up a little community of like people that would always be there. And, it, and it's a really nice, you know, there's one thing having 100,000 people watching you, but just having a handful of people on the journey with you. It's like sitting with your mates and having a good time. But I, I fell out of, because I had to go away over the summer to do some work. And then I sort of lost touch with, with Twitch. But I thought, you know what? I'm back on it. And I've got yep. a game that I want to play. I'll tell you about that in a minute. But you're streaming again as well, aren't you? Yeah, mate. Exactly. Do you know what? Same thing for me. And, and I and I totally, a hundred percent, get exactly where you're coming from with the um, with the community aspect of it. Because when you've got people there watching, and you can kind of bounce off of as well. And it is well funny, like games like Demon Souls, where it is like hard AF, yeah. like proper hard. Sometimes you need and, people to help and like tell you what to do. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because there's there's inevitably always someone there who who's done the game and absolutely rinsed it and got like, a world record or something and go well. I know exactly how to get past the gates of hell yeah, okay tell me um <laughs> is that even a boss probably not but still it's like you know you i have, I have one of these um i have a weird relationship with twitch because it, it's it's i love it so much i'm very lucky to have a community that kind of came through but when during the pandemic as well when like there was no work mate we both went through like some crazy times where mm. like events just went out the window yeah and i had this part of me that was like right this is this is my opportunity now this is my this is my opportunity to really try and make it as like in streaming more regularly and kind of do more but it, it burnt me out because yeah. I was trying so hard because you do, and it sounds so bad, but you do live and die by how many people are viewing you at any one time. Yeah. And you know what the issue is as well is that because we're hosts, this is going to sound weird, but this is a conversation I've had many times with some other friends in esports. Because we're hosts, we do Twitch differently. And I've never watched, I mean, I've jumped in one of your streams before to say hello. Um, I don't know if you've ever jumped in mine, but we treat it more like a performance, I think, because... It's, it's natural when you're on camera and, and you've got a hosting background, you want to be like, hello everybody, welcome to the stream, blah, blah, blah. here's what we've got coming up and, and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> when in reality, the most, so su- true. the most successful streams are people just chilling, eating a pack of Doritos and like burping and just like playing video games and they don't overthink it. Whereas I feel like me and you probably overcomplicate it because to us, it's another live broadcast, isn't it? It is. I, I hundred again, like absolutely agree, mate. I think there is this kind of like you do and you do kind of sometimes my voice by the end of a stream in the past has been wrecked just yeah. by being like the hype, you know, kind of like going, yeah, let's go. Kind That's of like, it. You know, You've been you an want, entertainer. Wanna... That's yeah. the problem. When reality exactly. is you just chill. So let's yeah. chill. Maybe we do some streams together and we just chill because one of the games I want to chill on is, and I've played this for the very first time and it was amazing. Microsoft 
Flight Simulator. Have you played it before? Oh, is it the new one you played? The new one. Okay, I've not played it, but I've heard it is magical, mate. Mate, right? All I do is fly around the world and go to places either I've been before or I've never been before and to, to see if I want to go there. And all while, it's just, it's, there's peaceful music playing. Like, literally, my mum comes around for, for dinner the other day. I cooked a dinner. We had a cup of tea, and I was like, do you know what, mum? I know you don't like video games, but there's one I think you might be into. And she's like, okay. Yeah. I was like, it's, it's a flight simulator. I can fly around the world, put your feet up, let's just chill out and enjoy ourselves. And she's like, okay. I'm telling you now, 20 minutes in, I, t- I take her to Hull, right? Where, <laughs> where, where I'm from. <laughs> And we're flying. anywhere in the world, mum. <laughs> let's go. Let's go back to Hull. We could have gone to Vegas. I thought, nah. <laughs> you want to see the chippy down the way? That's, That's where you want to go. So, like, we're flying over her old childhood home, and she's buzzing. She's like loving every second. But also, it's almost like being back in the car, you know, when you're laying in a draft. And she's going, turn around. You're going the wrong way. That's Lincolnshire. <laughs> <laughs> just so like, that's, but, wait, that is your USP for your streams now. You and your mum flying around, flight sims, just flying around, and, and her like going mental at your bad, your bad driving. Mate, I can't fly. Style. I can't fly. But anyway, oh. yeah, it's, I'm going to do some streams on Flight Simulator because it's a blast, man. Oh, definitely watch those, mate. 100. Yeah. percent And you guys should too. I mean, this is a great opportunity actually to to plug our channels. So, so can everyone find you at twitchtv forward slash Ian Chambers? Ian Chambers. Ian with the extra I I A I N. Give me a follow. Sav, where can we find you, brother? Uh, twitch.tv forward slash Adam Savage UK. Oh, that's right, UK from, exclusive, baby. So I'm from the UK. Yeah, yeah, I'm from the UK. But yeah, that's the, uh, that's the address. Yeah, but I mean, I'm actually kind of uh, glad that we got onto streaming in general because there is one of these topics at the moment that's kind of blown up in the last um, kind of week or so online. Yeah. So there are a lot of prevalent streamers. <clears throat> and this has been the hardest part of like the streaming kind of, you know, trying to get into streaming more during the pandemic when it was a, it was a, it was a way of kind of like, you know, kind of an, out, an outlet for the energy that we have as, you know, as, as hosts, but also kind of a way of like potentially, you know, kicking on and make, getting some income. Who knows what could happen from it? Yeah. Um, and it was one of those things for me where um, I, at the same time that I was doing it, almost every other person, not just people who are in the business, but people who are just not at school or not doing anything else and think, I'll just stream because there's nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. Everyone was doing it. So the audience was massively saturated. And what's happening now, it seems in the last week is that all those big streamers who were killing it during lockdown because there was like, you know, so many new eyes on what they were doing. Um, some of the biggest ones are following suit. And uh, like, as we've seen, like Mix- uh, Mixer in the past, remember Mixer? Yeah, I Facebook do. and yeah. I mean, Ninja, who was the biggest streamer in the world at the time and Shroud, another one changed to mixer with facebook you know the, um at the um it was xbox at the time mixer and then they kind of merged with facebook and then basically said to dinger and Trout, we've paid you millions of dollars each mm-hmm. um but now we've changed you can kind of just walk away with all the money and just that's it and they were like 11 months after leaving twitch they both made millions crazy uh i went back to twitch again so it's like okay but now other others are following suit and youtube gaming seems to be the place to be dude yeah it didn't wasn't Dr. Disrespect one of the first high-profile guys to jump to YouTube? Yeah, but for the, for, for the reasons that we're all still, as, as uh, viewers, are still waiting to understand exactly why that happened. Because mm. he was ousted from Twitch, and he's always claimed... And for those who don't know Dr. Disrespect, I'm sure you've seen a picture of him before. You know, the guy who basically lives his life in the, in the 80s, like a flak jacket, yep. moustache, like aviators, like six foot... 10, whatever the ridiculous height he is, two-time blockbuster champion, all that kind of crap that he comes out with regularly, which is very funny. <laughs> yeah. But he he was um he was ousted and and he plays up to the fact that he still has no idea why he was booted off the platform. He knows the what streamers. happens. He, he must do. Of course I mean, you, he knows. you must do. But yeah, he I think I, I think it's fascinating. I think 
I think ultimately Twitch will always reign supreme though, right? But just because mm. it was the it was the originator, it was the one that started it all. So I, I imagine that it will maintain its stronghold. But I get it. it money talks, doesn't it? It's like anything when there's yeah. competition. It's like I always look, I always compare it to professional wrestling, right? So in, in pro wrestling, Every, back- you compare everything to professional wrestling. <laughs> it's, your, it's, your, it's your go-to analogy. I love it. In the nineties, you had WWF and WCW, and then a lot of the big wrestlers like Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, all jumped from WWF to WCW, made a ton of money. WCW didn't really uh, take off overall in the end, and they all came back and made a ton more money in WWF. So I think the people are just going to keep jumping from side to side. I think I think you're right. I think the so the the biggest two this week that um, if you guys haven't seen um, uh, the Who's actually jumped ship now. Two big two big streams. The first one was a guy called Doctor Lupo, mm-hmm. who has been on the platform for a long time. He's you know, primarily plays like FPS games, but he's 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 actually a very good gamer. So he's uh, plays like everything from Apex. He was massively part of that Fortnite shift as well, like the Ninja Turner that era. Like he's he yeah. actually was one of the commentators or the casters for the Fortnite World Cup um, alongside a guy called Courage JD. I'm sure you guys know Jack, who's a bit, also a massive streamer who has actually jumped to YouTube gaming. He was one of the first ones actually about 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 a year ago now. Yeah. Um, now Lupo's gone, and also a massive streamer called Tim the Tap Man. And I'm sure you know Tim as well. Very much still same, part of that same kind of like group of creators who are all kind of in the same. Because everyone, everyone's all mates, aren't they, mate? Let's be honest. Yeah, they're all part of the same network. Um, and they've all kind of, they, they, so they have both committed themselves to YouTube gaming, but found that, but this is the kind of weird thing. They found themselves on Twitch. That's how they got mm. big in the first place. And it kind of feels like something must be going on behind the scenes, mates, for them to kind of, uh, obviously the paycheck must be a massive, because YouTube gaming is really be. pushing now for like, but I, I don't know if you've tried to ever stream on YouTube. It's a mess, mate. Like a mess. I've never, we, I never have. Oh. You know, I, I'm, you know, YouTube have made several offers to me and my mum for, you know, jumping our flight simulator stream across, <laughs> across there. But that's you know, YouTube. That, that's one of their biggest, that's one of the, their biggest um, kind of like every year they have an annual like, right, what are we doing this year strategically? What's the next thing? We need to secure Chambers and his mum flight yeah. sim experiences because they are going to sell like hotcakes. Yeah, Ian and Maggie. Let's bring them in. Yeah, I've, I've never. <laughs> Ian and Maggie. I, I've, I've never. Adventures. <laughs> Aerial adventures. Love it. Oh, that's, I need to write that down. That's going to be the name of the stream. Um, yeah. No, but yeah, I've, 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 I don't even watch much, if I'm honest. I don't consume much live stream um gaming content on on youtube either i tend to use twitch so i've never really tried to work within the youtube interface when it comes to streaming myself have you have you tried out i did yeah so so my uh so obviously we, we upload a lot of the videos from this podcast to um you know now it's called the savage situation podcast is the is the youtube channel but there's obviously a ton more videos there it used to just be the adam savage channel it's mm. been on different no, t- tons of different the original channel name back in the day was sav gx i have wow. no idea why it's it means been on nothing some journeys yeah, been on some journeys, mate. Um, but it was basically there was um, some um, some you can find some kind of streams I, I did on there. But think about it this way: when you go when you play when on Twitch, you ultimately you go right play this game, type it in. Uh, these are a few tags here: bish bash bosh. Press live, you're live. With YouTube, you've got to do everything you would do with a YouTube video. You've got to upload a thumbnail. You've got to upload uh. all your kind of tags, descriptions, all these different things. You know, age restrictions. You've got to do so many different things just to just to put a stream out there. The main, the major one being kind of th- the thumbnail kind of stuff is just a ball ache really but it's it's a lot there's a lot more hoops to jump through but the the hardest part is youtube gaming kind of went through this transition or basically what you would have like a homepage like twitch they basically ditched it and they were like we're not going to do that anymore so to find new people is really hard like genuinely it's a hard graft to find new creators 
Um, and you can't, it hasn't got the same functionality like raids or mm. tips, bits, or like it's, it's very different. Yeah, that's that's one of the best things about Twitch, isn't it? The whole the whole raid um, gimmick where mm. you can literally, yeah, you can go from no viewers to, uh, you know, 500, 1,000, 2,000 if you know somebody who's who's got that following. And, you know, I've been raided a few times and it's it's one of the great features, community features oh, of, of Twitch. But you know what? Until I, I'm not going to crap on YouTube gaming as a, as a streamer until I've tried it. So you know what? I'm going to try it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try it. Don't knock it try you it. Okay, okay. okay. Well, this is it. So, so with... Um... One of the things that you mentioned about the raid element, I think that's what's that's what's had a lot of backlash recently. So like the so ultimately in the last um, the last few weeks, I'd say because Twitch has had its fair share of crazy in mm. terms of like what's happened on the platform. You know, we go back to like last year where there was lots of you know particularly women coming forward about you know in the, for the Me Too movement and things in the gaming yep. industry and esports massively affected by creators actually and a lot of people in the industry. So you look forward to this year and now what's happened is it's got toxic in a different way. There's a lot of um, hate raids. And that's why I think this has been like another thing. So in the last few weeks, a lot of smaller creators have had hate raids where people raid the channel and just spout horrendous stuff like trolling. You know, they kind of don't be, you know, Get just, a life, losers. Exactly. Like, massive losers. But like there's hate raiding, there's doxing going on as well, kind of like actively trying to find information like home addresses and stuff, trying what? to kind of, you know, kind of like, you know, kind of trying to send people to their kind of like, yeah, their personal information. All these ways of basically trying to cripple the platform to a degree and make life really hard, particularly for people who aren't used to, because it is exhilarating, as you say getting raided or having like whatever suddenly seeing like x amount of hundreds of people kind of suddenly come to your channel like this is amazing but if they're then hitting it's horrible isn't it it's like like, it's like a plague of locusts mate it's horrible mate you know what right if i don't understand how these people operate i don't know what makes them tick in the morning i don't know how they get out of bed make themselves a cup of coffee and say i'm going to be a hater today but you know what f the haters and if i and and you know what and and if anybody ever goes through that sort of thing whether you're at school or, or whatever if you see negative comments or or um or whatever else just remember, it all stems from jealousy. And it all stems mm-hmm. from the fact that these people are ultimately not truly happy. So, I mean, I'd love to say I'm giving advice here or whatever. I'm not. I'm just saying haters are, an abs- are just complete scum of the earth. So ignore them. I know. And I, I do feel people who, who experience it when they're not prepared for it mentally as well. Because regardless of... People, people, you know, we, we've said this on the podcast before, you know, someone makes a comment about, you know, our presenting style and you kind of, they go, you're amazing, you're the best. Oh my God. Then yeah. suddenly... Boom, someone says, you suck. Yeah. You are a really bad host or whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's the one thing that gets to you. And you go, oh, I'm dying inside. Oh, who the F is this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm what like, are yeah. you doing there? How you did you what? get this job? Yeah, how, how, what, what, yeah, what made you qualified? It's like, yeah. shut up, bozo. Years of right? broadcast, mother. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, yeah, I mean, speaking. It's, it's a big change, yeah. Listen, there was, there was a lot of hate coming from the way of Liverpoolian fans recently. And just mm. fans in general that weren't Manchester United fans. I want to talk through the journey. Sorry to switch gears so dramatically here. Um, I like it. I it's like on it. the tip of my tongue. Ronaldo. It's because you're, you're so used to these flight sims now. You've got like U-turn from That's Hull to, to Iceland to Reykjavik <laughs> to a volcano somewhere in a heartbeat. I get it, man. I get it. But I will t- wherever you want to go, I'm taking you there, right, Sav? <laughs> wherever you want to go. It, and it, it's that. on me. It's on me. No, honestly, right? When we do this flight sim... I'm going to, I'm going to, you can order a Deliveroo. So like your in-flight meal and I'm going to pay for it and a drink Re- and you're going to sit on your sofa and, we're, is- and I'm going to fly you somewhere. In fact, do you know what me and you should do? We should do a 24 hour charity stream where we fly from Hull to China. Oh God. Can you, and you can do it in real, it's in, it's in real time. It's in real time. It's in real time. Shut up, mate. Are you up real for Real time. Yes. So what, so basically we, 
ultimately, it's like what our flight would be like if you and I were doing a job in China. And yes. we board we board in Hull. But we're also have... flying that bitch. Uh, but we're also <laughs> flying, we're also flying that bitch. <laughs> We fly, yeah, that's like, uh, welcome aboard, uh, welcome aboard the uh, Ian, uh, no, the Savage Chambers Airways. Uh, just be, put your seatbelts on because we fly on this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's, we'll, we'll debrief after this pod and talk about it. Um, okay, I love it, I love it. Ren- <laughs> We're a good elbow. Ronaldo. Ronaldo, yeah. Cristiano oh, Ronaldo. Oh, the, the, the world the went goat. mad. The absolute goat. Um, listen. He's up there, isn't he? It's him and Messi, neck oh. and neck. I don't. That's a, that's a debate for another day. But Ronaldo back in Manchester and not on the blue side. You know there was a, there was rumours going around. All of my United fans because I'm from Hull and Hull are terrible. So like whenever when we're growing up, everyone's picking well, their we, teams. There I was a Tottenham. time that Hull City were you know they were they were up there mainly. Premier they League. Were, they were Premier League. They were um, Jimmy Bollard. Jimmy, Jimmy Bollard, Bollard was Bollard, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, he got, they got um, Phil. Big Phil was kind of giving them all kind of giving them large managing on the Phil pitch. Phil Brown sat in the circle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the, the, the heyday. It's obviously changed time. a lot since then, but still. But like, I was when I was growing up, like, I picked Tot- Tottenham, but then a lot of my friends were United, of course, and, and Liverpool and stuff. So a lot of them are all buzzing, but they're all they're all devastated at first, thinking it was going to be Manchester City. But what a journey, Cristiano Ronaldo back in the Premier League. How are you feeling oh, about it? Because I know you're a United mate. fan. It was it was wild. Um, and, we, and I'm I'm glad we're talking about it because it, it has kind of swept the nation, like not even the nation, the world, really. Because it's like. People obviously have their clubs that they support. Like, you know, obviously, you know, we have like a, the teams that we love. But when it comes to players like Ronaldo or yeah. Messi, and obviously Messi, we talked about with PSG and that move, that was huge. But when it comes to Ronaldo, like he's one of those other players who is like, he is a one of the most legendary players of all time and always will be. He'll be, a, you know, he's like, he'll go down to history like a Pele will do or yes. like a Johan Cruyff. He's one of those players who will always be renowned as being one of the best. And he's still here. He's still here and he's still playing. And it, what baffles me is I saw him last night getting his shirt off after kind of taking the all-time goal-scoring like international record, record for an yeah. international record. He takes his shirt off. Yeah. We're the same kind of age, him and I. I'm thinking, Jesus, I look a potato compared yeah. to you. What, what's happened? How, you, he's just mad. But the thing for me is there was all this kind of hoo-ha about going to City, a Man City, which would have been so, so bad for, you know, and I, I think what it came down to is it, it, things looked like it was so desperate for him at Juventus that he was kind of willing to listen to any offers. Yes. Um, but then when you hear the stories, and I remember I saw the meme of Rio Ferdinand, who obviously used to play with him at United. Yeah. And it, in the morning, just put uploaded a video of him kind of raising his eyebrows with some sunglasses on and nodding. Yeah. Before it had been announced, it was like, hello, Something's what's going on here? here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, they, and the fact that they all came together, texting him, getting him back to United the night before, and he was like, I'm doing it. And I think when Fergie stepped in, that was that was it then, because Fergie's like his, you know, estranged kind of like... Um, Father. Kind of... Yeah, a patriarchal figure and things like who's just like the man really for yeah. him. So, I mean, it's it's incredible. He, like, we're going to have Ronaldo back in the Premier League, mate. Yeah, I, I genuinely think it's it's amazing. I'm fascinated to see what he's going to do um, in regards to goals and stuff like that. I, I, you know, you know, I'm, I'm I'm somewhat pally with Paul Ince now since I did my show with him, and we were. I we, love that. We've got to get him on, mate. We've got we to will get, get him on. The Trust governor me. on. We're going to get the governor on, and. Um, I was chatting with him about it and he was just saying, that, you know, he's a little bit concerned about his legs now and, the, you know, is, can he move as well as he used to and, and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. I, I think ultimately, I think 
is he going to win United the Premier League? I don't think so. No, no. Um, I think having seen the way that City, particularly actually at the bad start against Spurs, but having seen the way that Chelsea are playing as well, geez, mate, they look dangerous. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. The competition is fierce in the Prem. But regardless, like, who cares? Ronaldo's back. Like, even yeah. as a neutral, when I was when when I was really like fully into my football, like when I, I was living and breathing spares, like um, when I was at college, I was going to away days and all this sort of stuff. I hated United. I absolutely hate. <laughs> you were taking all of our players. You were taking Michael yeah. Carrick. You were taking Berbatov. You had Fergie time. Like all that stuff. I absolutely. I had such a passionate hatred. I think everyone did. Because it was like, oh, glory hunters. Yeah, that was like, literally everything I heard was glory hunters. No, but but for I, me, I it, was, it was more personal for me because you were taking all my favorite players and it was yeah. doing my head in. And, um, but I, I came to, now I'm at a stage now where as a neutral, sort of bit more neutral in the football world. Like I'm just buzzing to see a great comeback in the same way that when Tiger Woods starts bossing it at the, like, the US Open or like Roger Federer goes on a bit of a run or whatever. We like to see legends perform, right? And mm-hmm. having him back in our country, like, where's he going to live? Ronaldo can live anywhere in the world and he's going to live somewhere in Manchester, probably Cheshire, I guess, right? Yeah, I, pre- I think that's where, where the majority do live. But I think, it's, I think you're right. It's like, it, but for him, it's, it's, it is like coming home. I mean, I, I, mean I, I told, we were talked about this before we went live, but I put a tweet out, my most viral tweet I've ever put out in my life. Yeah. About just, just that, you know, kind of taking like the, Ultimately, long story short, it was like, you know, the, the best part about all this is Fergie somewhere in Manchester tonight having a large glass of wine thinking, my boy's coming home. Yeah. And it went viral as like hell, like a thousand retweets and, yeah. and likes. Not to say that retweets and likes justify, make you a good or a bad person or justify who you are. But for someone who doesn't get that kind of interaction on, on a platform like Twitter, it's it's kind of mental. It, it makes you think about those who are, you have like a million plus followers who have that yeah. every time they put something out there. And it makes you go, Jesus, I mean, notifications would have to go off in minutes. I oh no, but I that's what's funny, isn't it? it? Like, it's, it's amazing. Like, by the way, that's great. It was a really well-worded tweet. Um, Thanks, brother. Appreciate that. And, and I think the reason why tweets like that go viral is because it captures a feeling in a lot of people. So every yeah. one of those 1,000 retweets are people going, oh, and that's what's yeah. cool. Like, you put a tweet out there and someone's opened it and gone, oh, imagine that. And that's a good, that you did that and that's cool. And yeah. but you're, you're right. When you get to that like million plus followers or whatever, you could literally put a full stop and tweet it and it'd get 16 million retweets or whatever. Or you could just put, yeah, it's mad. Morning. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. exactly. It's whereas like, we, had to, we had to put, put together some other like poetry yeah. out here. You know, <laughs> I, I sit there tw- tw- 20 minutes into like a deep dive into how I'm going to word my, my one thing I want to say. Yeah. Um, how do I say morning in a really eloquent, you know, kind of like emotive way? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, just two overthinkers right here. Welcome to Dude. our brain, guys. Welcome to our brain. Welcome to our and, brain. And, uh, but yeah, the, the I mean the whole the whole thing with him coming back. It, I think it, what what it's done is it's it's also reinvigorated a lot of people who remember the heyday. You know, yes. we're talking about you know, Ronaldo was there 13 years ago, I think it was, and the heyday of United back. You know, when that when we were winning Champions Leagues and we were winning Premierships yeah. and that kind of thing. And I think it's kind of it must have just stimulated a lot of people as well because you know here is a team that has fallen from grace to a degree. You know, during the Fergie era. They, they were unstoppable, as you mentioned, you know, and they were frustrating and everyone was like, you know, you went to Old Trafford, the theatre of dreams, and you thought, we're lucky to get a draw here. This is going to be brutal. Yeah. Um, and nowadays, you know, we've had a couple of seasons where it's been like, it's been open season. It's just been how many can we get past them? You know, it's been, it's been bad. So having him come back, I think you're right. It does do a lot for the club, but as a Premier League, like knowing that every 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 Saturday night, I'm going to see Gary Lineker and the boys breaking down, talking about look, his cr- players. That's, let's that's take a look thing. at Ronaldo's movement. I mean, it's huge for it, everyone. Everyone's buzzing. That's the th- you're right. The punditry is like, and all of those guys and girls are going to be buzzing as well. 
Like yeah. that they oh. get that they get to talk about in on match of the day or whatever it is, the Premier League show, whatever it is, every single week they get to talk about Ronaldo again. Like I know. Yeah, oh, and, it's, and it's such a great and it's such a great thing to talk about because there's no denying that he is one of the greatest of all time. Like he is oh, yeah. the, the the yeah he he really is. And I've got to a, have an, an era of two of like Messi as well. The two of them going head to head. Yeah, I mean, in the same huge. time frame. It's crazy. But um, I've got a funny story actually. My my uh, my good friend from back up north here in Hull. Uh, he's a good lad, and he likes simple things in life. He doesn't he doesn't long for much. He just needs he just needs what he loves. And um, he is obsessed with Ronaldo to the point where like, (laughs) I remember once I went round to his house and I went to his back garden and hanging up on his washing line was nothing but CR7 underpants, right? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Ronaldo, Ronaldo, like pants. So, so, and this is, it gets weirder, right? The other day, (laughs) this is, this is before he came back. We're going for a walk and man's wearing a CR7 cap. He's, I know right. he's got his underpants on because I know that's all he's rocking. And he's right. wearing some brown <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo shoes. And I said to him, brown, brown shoes. Brown, see, I- Do you need a New Year's resolution for your wallet? Getting a better night's sleep has never been more affordable, especially if you overspend on all those online holiday sales and need to tighten the belt on your bank account. With a Nectar mattress, prices start at just $499, and you get $399 in accessories thrown in, plus $100 off, a 365-night home trial, and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com and join the over 2 million people who are already sleeping on a Nectar mattress this year. Seven shoes. I was like, bro, this has gone too far. Like, what is wrong with you? And then when it looked like... <laughs> He was going to sign for City and he just bought this new pair of Cristiano Ronaldo sunglasses for 130 quid. I said, are you going to burn all of your stuff? And he's like, don't even talk to me. I'm going to block you. And I'm like, man, man spent like 600 quid on Ronaldo gear and he's about to sign for Manchester City. And I, I just really wanted it to happen. But I was like, oh I, I just God. don't see Cristiano. Cristiano is a great footballer, but it's not Michael Jordan in the way that he's just, I mean, as I'm sitting here with a Michael I mean, Jordan cap. Question: um, How how old is this guy? Is he is he in his twenties, thirties? Oh my Christ, mate! Yeah, that's, that's, that, I mean, could you imagine one day you go right, you knock on his door now, you go to his house, yeah. and it'd be really creepy if you go to his garden, just see him standing there like Ronaldo with a football and a net, just standing there in, oh, uh, as the wind blows. That makes getting, me feel sick. That, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh buzzing, my God. buzzing about it. Hey, oh, uh, do you know mate. what? I think we could see like something like. You know, Ronaldo and his full United kit uh, becoming a character on Fortnite or something like that. Oh, we've seen um, we've seen Neymar already. Like, that's Neymar's what I'm thinking. Yeah, so yeah. I think we maybe see Ronaldo. I was really excited this week when I saw um, Will Smith, Mike oh, Lowry, Mike, Mike Lowry, Mike yeah. Lowry from Bad Boys. The... What a film, by the way. Bad Boys was All the Bad Boys Two as well. Jesus, did you see Bad Boys for Life? No, I haven't seen. I haven't seen the third one yet. Oh, I, do you know what? I saw it. In, I was traveling at the time. I went to go see it in Vietnam, and. Um, it was like, my mate was like, oh, <laughs> you we just made it sound like you went to go and see it in Vietnam. Yeah. You were like, I'm going to go, I'm going to take my flight sim, get me to Vietnam, watch a bit of a live screening, fly back again. <laughs> this flight sim is going to become the narrative of my life now, isn't it? it? Is, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, honestly, it was, it was awesome. But to see Will Smith, it, regardless, you know, you can, you can treat it how you want. You can see it as Mike Lowry or you can just see it as Will Smith. Like I'm playing Fortnite as Will Smith and that's really cool. It's, it is it is amazing. I mean, I think for anyone as well, when you see yourself in a game, because it must, I guess for any player who plays like FIFA as well, like if like an actual footballer who is in the game as a, as a 
you know character or yeah. has stats or whatnot there must be that kind of level of okay i'm in a video game that's kind of cool but when you take it away a step and you kind of go okay no i'm, I'm not just an, you know one of many players in the game but i'm actually specifically that that character i played from that movie is in this game that's where you know that is it. pretty amazing and, they, and i think that's what's what's the success of fortnite is because they have such an easy way of updating the game quickly like with the skill with your patches and that kind of thing yeah they can like do these amazing deals with like IP, like be it the Mandalorian or Marvel or, or whatever, or Mike Lowry or Deadpool, all these ones have had in the past. The fact you can do that so quickly and turn it around, it opens the doors. There's so many wicked sponsorship opportunities as well. Yeah, it really does. And you just mentioned there about, you know, football. One thing I'm not looking forward to on the next uh, FIFA is playing against Ronaldo online. I need to know what they're going to do with his abilities because <laughs> it's given me flashbacks to years gone by when I'd play against United on FIFA back in the day and everyone would just flick the right stick and just whip past me. I'll do like 16 million step overs and go around me and then finesse it into the top left corner. I can't handle that level of skill again. Please. Yeah. It, I, I, do you know what? FIFA is a really interesting one because obviously we're, we're getting to that time of year now. As of recording this, it's like, it's just, yeah, it just turned September and it's like, I can't believe it's September already. But it's just turned September and um, we've got like the new FIFA and the new PES game coming out soon as well, or eFootball as it's now called. Um, and for me, every year you seem to get the same kind of complaints about the game, right? So yeah. there's people like, oh, it's not, it's, it's too different. There's too, too much emphasis on defensive or, or you know, or, or attacking. And the thing that I think is, in, I did an experiment this year. I try and do it every year with FIFA is I love Ultimate Team. I love the idea of collecting, you know, players and, and, and upgrading my team to a degree and, and having kind of like, you know, doing what I do. But what I always try and do is I try and spend no money. Mm. I do it with no actual real currency. Everything's either done by pack openings within like, the game because of like rewards yep. or done with like the fuck coins you get for like in the game for like selling and buying players and trading and stuff. Um, this year, we're actually really lucky. So this year, yay, I managed to nab a copy of the game, right? Yeah. So um, I didn't pay for that. And then for the whole season, I have not invested one single pound into the game. Team, so technically, right? I've had a whole year without pl playing any money for FIFA. And I've got a lot of gaming hours out of it. Yeah. But at the same time, my team now, because you get to the end of the season, all the players are so OP because you've had every single like team of the week, fat stars, you know, fatties, all these different kind of different players, their team of the season, they've all come out now. So you can actually get really good squads and players um, and don't have to kind of grind it out as you used to. But I also have that as a caveat to every time I'm playing someone, if I lose or I'm doing really badly, my I, my go-to now, so I never rage, because I used to rage a lot, is always, whatever happens, you're the mug who spent all the money. That's and it. That's a away. good way to balance it. Love it. That's a really good way to balance it. I've never been a, a FIFA rage player, but I remember once when I was at uni, um, we were sat in the living room, me and my housemate were playing FIFA, I'm Tottenham, he's Arsenal, and he's beating me 5-0, right? Oh, got it. No word of a lie. I bring it back. We go into extra time and I beat him 6-5. Oh my goodness. And he launches my Xbox controller through my living room window and storms what? out of the house. That's because you need to you understand. Still talk? Is that, is, are uh, you still but, talking? But you, I, I put a lot of it on me. You need to understand. I wasn't just sitting there silently throughout this experience, of course. Mm -hmm. You know, every goal that I'm coming back, I'm in his face. You know, I'm saying. Oh, yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm saying, you do realize that you, you're, giving this, you're giving this all back to me. Uh, you know, I'm on, the, I'm on oh, the hottest streak of my life. I get that back to five, and I was just like, you may as well just put your controller down before I score my sixth. You know, and I'm really getting yeah. in his head. So it's sort of on me that I may as well have thrown the controller through the window. But, you know, he then went out. It disappeared for 20 minutes, come back, and he goes, oh, I better call the landlord to get this window fixed there. <laughs> I mean, 
the thing is, one of those one of those few games that you do get really, really ragey because I yeah. think as well because because of the way that I mean, we we, we talked in previous episodes and it's very common now this whole kind of you know um scripted element of the game where sometimes the game just actively will try and force a draw or the opposition will have way more chance to score and you can see kind of like the replay system so kind of like so good you can see just how mental the you know the kind of like the the player's movement and things is to let people back into games it's, it's kind of crazy yeah um and for me, like there are times when I, I literally cannot accept the fact that, that my team isn't performing as they should be. Like, why is Ronaldo sometimes being outpaced by someone, like, you know, like, like a, a centre-half from Sheffield United or something? Do you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I don't understand why that's happening. Um, and it's frustrating for sure. But I think the rage that you get from that, that can, it can really awake like a dragon inside you. You're like, nah, you wanna, and you want to throw something. And you're right, with that football kind of mentality, you do want to get under the skin of people you're playing against. So going, I'm under his skin. Yeah. And you, you had him, like, probably when you got a couple of goals back in, he thought, that's it. You thought, that's it now. I got it. Yeah, him. that's it. What you know you me- when you mentally got him. When you know yeah. you've got him. But the, the only time that I will rage to the highest level is, and it's happened a handful of times in my life, mm. online, Mario Kart, third lap, Last lap, about to go over the line, blue shell, end up in eighth. I cannot stand oh, it. No. I can't. Oh, no. I, you can, you can, you know, mechanically have the greatest race of your life on Mario Kart, taking all of the corners to perfection. You can dodge all your enemies, and you can have the the race of your life and get blue shelled at the finish line, and it is horrendous. Oh. I mean, they're, they're, racing game. racing games. I mean, because Mario Kart is such a such a good game for yeah. so many re- i mean it is the ultimate party game i think it's like you have so many um you have so many kind of uh, opportunities there to play with family with your mates yes. you know it's, it's just a, it's just a, g- a great game that anyone can kind of pick up and play basically um and they've done the different games in the past like, they've done like um i think little big planet did like a racing game there's those yes. kart games but mate crash team racing right you yeah. play crash team racing dude we did a show last year um, i mean i mean um i worked with jinx on a show and we did like this thing we challenged the community's different games mm-hmm. um and one of the games we challenged the community on was was crash team racing now i didn't realize the the level at which players are who compete playing this thing regularly and knowing every single nook and crack because it's not just about getting to the finish line now it's about optimizing every turn Anyway, when to when to when to do you is it drift around corners drift exactly around corners, right? Yeah. Every single um, power up you need, every single kind of um, you know kind of hidden passageway, and we were getting lapped over and over. And I wasn't actually racing; I was just doing it traditionally, doing it well. But dude, those games as well can induce some serious rage because when you can't, when you cannot physically outrace someone because they just know. I'm not going to call them cheats, but they know the ways around it. <laughs> dude, I, I lose my nut, mate. Yeah, too right. Listen, if you're a kid listening to this right now, and, and listen, just chill. Like, if you feel like raging, <laughs> just put the controller down. You know, yeah. don't lob it through the window. Don't do yeah, what don't, my mate Nathan did. Yeah. It's, yeah, don't, don't smash windows. Just relax, mate. It's going to be okay. It's going to be over in a few minutes. Yeah, the torture's going to subside. You go out to drink your LucasAid, eating your, eating your crisps. <laughs> just, you'll be, you're going to be fine. But yeah, I think, I think, I think one of those things is with, with games in general, I think fighting games can do the same kind of thing, mate. Fighting games can get really, oh, for sure. really infuriating. There are Tekken. just certain games oh, that have those triggers, right? That really, that really spark you off. Yeah, uh, and I know if uh, there's been times where, like in a, in a one-on-one battle at the very end of Fortnite, where I come against some sweat who's just built into the moon, like that, can, <laughs> like I've got I've got through like some you know, sweat who's built into the moon. 
that is fantastic, mate. mate Lo- I love that. You know what I mean, though? Like, and, and, and all I want to do is get on the ground and have a shotty battle, and he's just like up there somewhere. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, we- there's no need for this. It just doesn't yeah, matter. Oh, well, I've, I've been working. I've been working on FNCS again recently. We've got the final that come up this weekend, and yeah. um, mate, the the level at, at which at which the pros build is is something else. It's not. It's it's just so. I don't so get it. I don't get it. Crazy. I, I, I honestly, it's the speed as well, isn't it? Because like, yeah. I've done a lot of Fortnite stuff with Guild and um, hosted some of their. Throughout lockdown, we had this thing called Lockdown Ladder. It was raising money for charity, and um, a lot of the Guild stars like um, Flick and Ass and. Um, yeah, Hen, yeah, yeah. and Hen were all like competing within it and, I, and and even when they're just chilling and not taking it seriously they're, the, the way that they're building the, the way they utilise those mechanics is just frightening like I wouldn't know where to start oh, I think I think what it is it became I think the Fortnite World Cup was the was the the game changer I think as soon as people actually watched that on a on a because before that you had you know go back to the kind of streaming you know, kind of era you had like where you had like the ninjas and such or kind of drake playing and things these these were huge moments in like the in in, in the gaming world anyway and, and yes. a lot of the kind of the, people kind of really were maximizing these kind of crazy kind of like rocket shots and all kinds of weird things they were trying to do like you know snipe from you know crazy distances and it was fun but as soon as the world cup happened and you saw the level of the building from a lot of like particularly from a lot of the the, the pros the up-and-coming pros yeah that's when everyone kind of went okay this is this is this is not this this is actually because it's it's always like mathematical like working around the shapes the way in which you kind of you know kind of like you know cranking nineties like you, know, you can build jump in the air and build an entire box like you know it, it, it's really it is speed but it's also kind of like the it's like chess knowing exactly what the it, next it move really is. is it really is and it separates guys like me and you from ever getting a, 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 a I've got to say chicken dinner that's PUBG mm-hmm. um, uh, getting it winning a battle royale like it's just impossible. Yeah, I also I also do have the you know of the the reflexes of a three legged mongoose. Like I've got no, I've got no, I'm re- the reflexes are long gone. Like like an iceberg turning around. You know that that's that's me. It's just slow now, slow. But at, at the same time, my my mind's there. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just it, that hand eye coordination, which is I guess if you're doing if you're playing the game. Yeah, you know, we talked we had Milo on the show last week talked about burnout. If you're playing the game relentlessly. And it's all you play, burnout, dude. That, that's you know, it, I can I can feel it because your hands. It must, it must be a lot because it's a lot of work to get all that on point time yeah. and time again. I think that with with all all games that people play to like a professional level, like you know, me and you are very much casual gamers. We we jump on and and, the, oh, and yeah. I'm sure there are games where you think in the same way that I do, where I think, okay, I'm, I'd say that I'm a level above your average player on Halo, right? Like if you put me on Halo three. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna land on top of that leaderboard very regularly. If you put me on Gears Five, I'm gonna do bits. I'm gonna get my business done. <laughs> but obviously, if I came up against a professional team, I wouldn't get a kill. But like, th- that's yeah. what I mean. And when it comes to burnout, like it, it, we, we play casually, so we'd never really experience that, would we? No, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's good that you brought up like Halo and, and, and Gears as well, because I, mm. I, I'll be honest with you, mate. Like Halo for me was a game as well that I. There is a fan base there that is so dedicated to the game, like beyond, like like Halo Infinite. Everyone's like, you know, you know, biting at the bit just to get their hands on uh, it when it comes out. Yeah, I mean, I know that you're a huge fan, but for me, I didn't grow up having that same relationship with Halo. Halo for me was more about like I played the casual kind of like the campaign to a degree, um, yeah. some of the games, but. The, the actual multiplayer aspect for me was just not the same. Like, what is it like? Because because it's got this huge, huge fan base. It's so beautifully made, um, 
and ahead of its time, like the, the OG Halo. And then like when like, you've got to remember that like Halo one and two uh, didn't have online capability. Forgive me if I'm wrong there, but I'm pretty certain that it became an online experience when, when you were playing Halo three, maybe I just yeah. didn't have, have the right connections or whatever to do it earlier than that. Um, and just being in a, in a team deathmatch situation where you're running and gunning and you're fragging and you're doing and like the energy sword and, and just everything about it, it to me, it, it, it's so much more fun to play than, than Call of Duty. I love COD, but I think <laughs> as a run and gun, Halo is better. And it's because it's quite simple. Like there's not this uh, a massive range of guns. You get your guns that you start with. You can pick up the odd battle rifle here and there. You don't have to pick this big intricate loadout and everything else that comes with more um, modern games that haven't really... Halo hasn't really adapted that. Um, adopted yep. that, sorry. And um, one of the things that I, I love about it is I remember being at uni and there was a Halo 3 competition um, at a local pub of mine and it was like for money. And I'd, I, was, I rang my brother and I was like, I'm not really good online. What do I need to do? He said, all you need to do is run done, get close, press B. And that's when you go. So it's basically just hit him with your arm. Hit him him with your arm or your gun. And that, if you ever play, right, just do that. Just run, gun, and elbow him in the face and you'll finish (laughs) top of the leaderboard. Seriously. It's like, it's it's such a good tactic. Yeah. But play it. All the the campaigns, one, two, three, four, five, reach, ODST, um, all the games. You're missing outside, like... Yeah, dude, I know. I I think as I know, I know I am. And And I think that's what's... Because what, what I know is going to happen is Infinite will come out and of, of, of course there's going to be a big eSport popper for the back of it. I have no doubt. Multiplayer. Because obviously there's a huge Halo community. My first ever gig in, in eSports way back when was I think um, in the Halo Championship Series. Yeah. Uh, stage hosting that, doing interviews and things. I remember and I remember then I was like, wow, this is there's some proper top dogs here who are, you know, at the top of their game. We all know like, again, we've talked about like five times already, but Ninja originally yeah. was a, a massive Halo player. That's it. And he's got a really interesting story. I think the fact that he was grinding playing like old school OG Halo games every day on Twitch for like for years like because he used to be a pro then he went to kind of doing Twitch and he was getting like what 100 concurrent viewers a day yeah. Fortnite comes out that that, that peaks at like 200,000 concurrence you know the difference almost like you know within like six months has gone from one to the other it's just absolutely gone stratospheric it's crazy. Um, but I think yeah Halo Gears of War as well I mean you were, you were saying that you've, you've played Gears of War in like a ridiculous oh, setting recently didn't you yeah so like when I when I bought my TV when I moved into my my apartment here, um, I wanted to get something that had. I wanted I, when you invest in a telly now, I feel like you have to make sure it's a bit future proof. Like, yeah, so, of course, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So I went for the whole 120 frames per second, 4K HDR, all that, whatever else, and um, I, I tried out 120 frames per second for the first time last night on Gears Five um, on my Xbox. How was it? How was it? How was oh, it? Oh, bro, right, so. 60 frames per second. I remember the first time I played in 60, I was like, this is, this is great. This is amazing. But like, get yourself on gears, right? And you are, it's like being in it. It's like being, it's like when you look left in real life, that's the only way I can describe it. When, you, when you're looking around left and right, it has the same feeling with the motion and, and, and you don't, like the frame, you don't wow. skip it. It's just, Oh my god! I mean, technically, I don't know how to describe it, but I can tell you that it is. <laughs> I, I feel, I feel like that, and I can see you buzzing because of the your peripheral vision as well with the games. Because it yes. is a big, it's a big, it's a big thing, isn't it? Like you look at like a, an, an FPS, like a first-person shooter game. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, uh, Gears of War is a, is a third-person. Yes, but with you know, with a FPS, like the way that you move from left to right, like 
there are there are a lot of settings like in COD, for instance. People don't know this, but there is a way in the in the in the settings that you can turn off the um, motion blur. Motion blur, which 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 people don't think to do naturally unless you play it you know on the regular. But that motion blur, you don't need to have it there. So it, it kind of gives you a little bit more of a chance to see people because that kind of that gaming mechanic isn't in anymore. Even yeah. though it's a great it's a great you know for for someone who's a casual player going through a campaign, it feels so realistic. Yeah, realistic. But for an actual competitive player, it's like, it's just wasting my time. I can't see people for a second or so because of the blur. So yeah. I get that. I get that. Yeah, for sure. I will update but, you as well because I, I've actually got um, the new the new um, Call of Duty on my PS5. So that has 120 frames per second as well. I just haven't tried it yet. So I will try yeah. that out so I can see 120 FPS, first person shooter style. But for now, Sav, if, you, if anybody's going to find me on Twitch, you know what I'm going to be doing. You know what I'm going to be doing. Flight simming your butt off. That's what. Like simming my nuts off, exactly. Simming, simming my nuts off. That sounds, that sounds very. That, that sounds a little bit aggressive. That sounds a bit, bit, bit yeah, similar to your Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Especially when we had my, uh, you know, my mum involved in the conversation. Let's not. Let's let's move on. Yeah, let's simming see. my nuts off sounds like you've put it in a, 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 a them in a bowl of boiling water and just let it do its thing. Oh Christ! Oh, I'm getting. Is this really how we're ending this podcast, Sam? Is that no, how, is this the route we're taking? That. I'll cut this bit. I'll cut this bit. <laughs> no, I'll don't. Leave it. Leave it. I'll, I'll leave it in. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, tons tons going in the game world right now. Obviously, you've got um, you know the, the, the new games. PS Five for me, like this month, I was looking at um, what's coming out on PlayStation this month. A few like, a few good games that are coming out. Uh, I think last month was an absolute you know doozy. Massively recommend if you've got a PlayStation Plus kind of membership as well. Um, if you've not played Overcooked. It is a game that is ultimately um, a team-based game where you're trying to put together dishes and clean dishes and make food and try and get tip money for kind of being a really well-run kitchen. That's cool. It sounds mental. Mate, that is a... That is, a, if you want to play on stream as well sometime, I am down because it is such yeah, a fun it. game because it's, it. it, it's competitive. Every every kind of, you know, you're trying to make, you're trying to make sushi. One person's got to get the sushi together, cut the fish up. There's it, all these different roles and it's about communication as well. It's full-on great. And I think I saw as well that Pred- the new Predator Hunting Grounds game's gone there as well now. So okay. that's kind of like, um, did you ever play, um, oh, what's that game where you, it's, it's kind of like, they had that Friday the 13th game. Yes. Um, and they had a game, what's the other one that's really massive? Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight, yeah, that's it. Dead by Daylight. I yeah, want to play that. that. Have you played that? Uh, yeah, but, but minimal. And I th- I've not really played that much. People that have played it are obviously so good at it. They know exactly how to do it. For me, I'm so crap. I'm going to download that now, actually. Another game, yeah. But I think it's, a, I, I want to say it's free. Or it's a game that is very close to me. But uh, obviously, Predator Hunting Grounds is the same kind of jobby. It's like you are um, you can play it as the Predator or play like one of the mercenaries trying to capture said Predator. So okay. it's kind of like one of those things. And it, it kind of banged. Everyone was really excited about it. Because this week as well, another game that came out this week is Alien Fireteam, the new Alien game. Oh, yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that that looks epic as well see that that we should definitely get it's i'm, a bit due, a, I'm a, really due a horror experience you know like one of my favorites oh, ever was um zombie u on the wii u i don't know if you played oh that. my god yes you Is played london that? yeah in london yeah 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 it, it was, was the front sick. cover like a like a like an undead like um royal guard from buckingham palace or something i remember yeah. that being a thing i was do you know what i don't even know if you were there but I, I, that came out when i was living and working in london and i was invited to the the launch of the wii u in Oxford Circus. Oh, sick. That's, work, that's wicked. Yeah, and I got a load of like cool merch. I've still got my meat, my Wii U hoodie. I've got a, a pouch of zombie blood that I was given from the, the zombie U um, uh, that could be as, That could be as collectible as your shiny Charizard. What zombie I've, blood? I bet yeah, it is the, actually, the, yeah. the collectible zombie, the zombie U blood. See, I've, I brought in the Charizard card again. The Easter egg is there, mate. Oh, that's it. I love it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, we should. We should get, get ourselves on some sort of scary, maybe alien. Maybe alien's the way to go. 
I mean, it seems like one of these games as well, like because Alien Isolation was such a good game. So like it was a game that's like uh, if you what do you think about because they had Alien. I remember going to the launch of um, the Alien game colonial marines oh mm. christ it was it was embarrassingly bad it was kind of like a first person shooter and you had like these barrage of aliens chasing you but it was just so boring and dull it was it was it was not great and then isolation came out where that basically it's this you kind of like this um immersive experience as one alien you're trying to survive like it's 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 phenomenal um but this fire team experience i think is like a team-based game where ultimately you're kind of it's it's got you're surviving waves basically of of aliens different types of aliens you got to survive as a team there's challenges it looks really fun should i, I think it's like 35 quid okay let's do, it. Fire let's do it let's do it I'm let's do it once, um, I've, once I, I've flown a channel and back we'll, we'll get it yeah yeah, get that 24-hour... We'll get the 24-hour charity streams of China done first. I mean, we'll do you know what? I've been serious about this. I know you've got kids, so it's going to be difficult for you, but like... Yeah. Knowing me, though, I'm so bad with directions. I detour us to like Taiwan or somewhere or like... I don't I'll know, tell you what we'll do. Slovakia. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, mate, but... I'll tell you what we'll do, Sav, right? Because you've got kids and you've got a family and I'm yeah. a, a single man who just plays video games. Um, yeah. I will fly for the majority of the 24 hours and when you can, you cope, come and co-pilot with me. Oh, that's great. That's, that is definitely great. I, I could, I could, yeah, I could, I could basically phone in like I'm, like an, another airline. I'm not just checking in. Or like, or, or yes. what's, the, what's the what's the watchtower called in like an like an airport? I think it's, it's like the uh, like control base tower. command control oh, tower. Thanks. Yeah. We're not yeah we're not playing army. Yeah yeah uh, it's uh, control tower. And I'll be in. I'll be <laughs> who plays armies? I'm uh, <laughs> in the control. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the control tower. Yeah, I could be like, hey, uh, come in, Chambers. Uh, is Maggie there? Hello, Maggie. Hello, Hello dear. Nice Hello, dear. Um, I'll set that like, up. Yeah, mate, let's do it. I'd love that. We, we, we obviously we're, we're wrapping things up, but I want to. We haven't touched on our thirty second challenge this week. Oh, do you do you want to give it a go? I think we touched on it early on. Mm. I would love to see you summarize the film Bad Boys in thirty seconds. Do you think oh. you could do it? Or Bad Boys 2. Or choose a horror game. We talk about horror games as oh, well. Oh, this is good. Because um, I did it last week. So really, it's your turn. Okay, give me something. Give me something to do. I'll, I'll do it. Do you, I mean... Zombie you. Oh, mate. I, I, don't, I mean, I don't remember the game <laughs> at all, really. Okay, uh, I'll try. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll try and do what I can. If, and I'm, I want everyone to know at home that's, that's listening to this right now or watching this even. I am basing this off, off a game that I've not played for at least, at least eight or nine years. And I only played it very very minimally when i did okay, okay. so i'm just going can you see I'm, me I, you can uh, see I, me right now because i'm going to time you right okay let me get me, let me get you up so i can see you properly um, all right there you are okay i can see you. okay here me. we go you've got 30 seconds to describe the classic wii u game that came out on launch mm -hmm. zombie u let's go Okay, uh, you are playing as a protagonist who is in central London. Obviously, um, you're on your own. You're surrounded by zombies of all different kind of like, you know, London-centric kind of styles from kind of royal guards to whatnot. Um, when you die in the game, it's a, like a Wii U VR experience. When you die in the game, your character drops their backpack and all their belongings, and then you you go away and you form a completely new character who is, is a completely different, could be anybody in the world. You can keep their belongings and continue the journey onwards and upwards, trying to get out of London and escape from the undead army that is hunting you down. I think that's the game. Oh! Oh, damn! That was good! Was that, was that on point? Yeah, I like the fact that you went into the, the details of, like, London characters and, and all that. I forgot I think, about the backpack thing. You don't play as one person. Was. You do, that's you die, thing. and then you go back, and you can go get the get backpack and get your guns back. Yeah, that's what and I think. It, I think it was a bit like what the Watchdog games. If you play the Watchdog games, it's the yes. same kind of thing. You, if you die, your character dies. You you recruit a new character who's just kind of like generated, and you're you're now that person. You're like you're you could be like I don't know 
Helena from Stoke. Yes. Who's 70. You could be anybody. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, I thought it was, it, was was a, it was a cool game. That was good. Good Thanks, game. Mate. And that was, was really good. well done. Well done, Sav. Thanks, brother. Well it definitely done. helps with you doing the finger count as well. That really helps me. We'll keep that going. Um, we'll get, yeah. uh, but um, thank you guys so much for listening as always. Um, we have so many more episodes coming your way, of course. Uh, next week, a brand new one. Do make sure, if you haven't done so already as well, to um, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And we always say, Ian, leaving reviews is important as well. Yes, we love it. It's so important because it gets us up there, gets more listeners hearing our annoying voices well my annoying voice and <laughs> feel free to get as creative as you want with those reviews hit that five star button and then yeah. write whatever you want in there because then we can, we can see it we can read it out and give you a shout out as well yeah that'd be amazing do you know what i think a lot of, a lot of time as well with the, with the review aspect as well particularly like i think apple Podcasts and whatnot it can be a little bit convoluted getting to the actual review screen so don't feel if you can't find it too easily don't worry just keep clicking through until you get to where you need to review because yes. it can be a bit tricky at times to find it but and we appreciate it, it. To us. We, we appreciate do. that grand so thank yeah, you we'll, we'll shout you out on our halter china trip soon absolutely um, from the army barracks that i invented <laughs> It doesn't have anything to do with air flights or, or, or that industry at all. Well, uh, I love but, um, you, Sam, man. I, I love you too. I, I really do. I love you too. And, and we love you guys as well. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Savage Situation Podcast. Till then, take care. Bye-bye for now. recommends more podcasts more episodes more great shows keep listening to hear a show we recommend hey friends it's me sharon mcmahon longtime government and law teacher and host of the sharon says so podcast each week on sharon says so i do a deep dive into fascinating historical stories state by state to share the history of america that you probably haven't heard I bring you stories of espionage, sled dog heroes, presidential scandals, change makers, law defiers, and more. And weekly, I have some of the nation's most prolific thought leaders and creators. We talk about a huge variety of fascinating topics. New episodes of the Sharon Says So podcast are released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and are available on the Acast app or wherever you like to listen. Tune in and subscribe today for your fill of brain-tingling moments. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. A massive thanks to you guys for listening to this episode of the Savage Situation podcast. It's been so much fun. Uh, do as well. Make sure to check out the YouTube videos. Mention this at the beginning. We have all these videos of the, the episodes on YouTube. We also have as well highlight clips. So make sure to check it all out. Savage Situation podcast. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram. You know, we want to grow this community as big as we can. And you guys have been so supportive so far and it's going to get bigger, better, faster, stronger. Thanks so much for listening. Take care and we'll see you next week. That's right, on the next one. Take care for now. Thank you and bye-bye. 